I want to talk to you today about something perhaps not spoken too much of. If you're a parent, I'd encourage you to listen. If you're a teen, I'd encourage you to listen also. What we're going to see is a very important principle that I believe you can apply as soon as this video is done. We're going to look at two passages, or one passage, I should say. And it's in Genesis chapter 6, verse 11 to 14. Chapter 6, verse 11 to 14, it says, The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, and the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. Now just before this, in Genesis chapter 4, we see how the sons of Cain were a technologically advanced society. But being the sons of Cain, they sought to do evil. But with Noah, there is a contrast. There are two very different outcomes that has just taken place in using technology. Throughout history, inventions have come and gone that were invented for multiple reasons, some for good and some for evil. When Alfred Nobel invented the dynamite, it was for mining purposes and to get other precious metals. But as you know, the dynamite was soon turned into TNT and became one of the more dreaded tools of many wars. In more recent years, more and more smart objects have been coming into existence, but they can easily be hacked by someone who has the wrong motivations, and they can take information from people by hacking into smart objects, such as a smart thermostat or a smart doorbell or anything like that. And you even know when the printing press was invented, the first book that was ever printed was the Bible. But you know that soon after, books with terrible ideas of men were also being printed. Books written by dictators and uh, that propagated false ideologies and have ruined lives. Now there are some principles regarding technology that as Christians we need to apply. No matter how far in the future we will get, because as much as something is considered evil today, it may not be so in the near future. And there are a few principles as to why that is. So, principle number one, God is not against technology. Technology is only a tool meant to be used by someone. Therefore, technology only becomes evil in the hands of an evil person, and vice versa. It becomes good in the hands of a good person. There is not a time in the scriptures where God condemns technology. What we do realize, though, is that when technology exists, the depravity of man becomes more and more apparent. But also the achievements of men are more and more apparent. 
We see how in the book of Revelation, how people will use technology for evil, how they will use it to go against God. But again, that is not technology. That is people. So, that's principle number one. God is not against technology. Principle number two, don't put your trust in technology. And I have a verse for you for this one. Proverbs 21, verse 31. It says, The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. Don't put your trust in technology. Put your trust in God. It is very easy to make technology an idol, mainly because it is so helpful. But remember, you should never replace the things you have with God. When there, is a pan- when there is no pandemic, I hope you will make the effort to come and gather in church, to gather with us. Yes, I know, perhaps you're thinking, oh, but if I don't watch the services from home, Pastor Davian won't have anyone to minister through from the sound booth. No, don't worry. I promise to minister to you when you gather back in church and after these lockdowns are over. But don't, don't think that the live stream can replace the church service. Another thing is don't replace your prayer with your trust in a machine. That is something else that is very easy to do these days. Before we have our services, even in the sound booth, before every service starts in the sound booth, we make it a point to pray before the service because it doesn't matter how ready your horse is for the day of battle victory is still in God's hands and then principle number three it is our responsibility to use what God has given us for him and for this we look at Luke chapter 12 verse 48 here's what it says But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask the more. Technology is a vehicle or resource to advance good works for the Lord. I'm using the word technology here for the word tools. It's synonymous with the word tools, because that is basically what it is. You may not think it important, but when you like and subscribe to something on YouTube or Facebook or any other social media, there's something called an algorithm. The algorithm algorithm takes what it knows about you and tries to bring you more and more of the same type of content in front of you. If you happen to watch and like videos about cooking, you will start to notice that your Facebook feed and your YouTube feed will be filled with more and more recipe videos. The same applies to when you like a video from our podcasts or sermons. More and more devotionals from our church and sermons will get put in front of you. Not only that, friends of yours on Facebook and YouTube will also start getting those videos on their recommendations because of the principle that birds of a feather flock together. If your friends are like you, 
then they may have similar interests as you. So this is another way they will be exposed to the gospel message. So when you like more and more of the podcasts on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Amazon, Google, Apple, news feeds, etc., those will also start to put things in front of you. Simply, more coverage means more advertising. That's the reason why they want to put things in front of you. More advertising means more enticing to make you spend money. That money gets cycled back into the advertising and so on and so forth. And the economy moves along. But when you like and subscribe and keep watching our podcasts every day, it becomes a passive witnessing tool. But I'm sure you can think of other ways to be a blessing to someone using technology. Perhaps giving someone a ride to church when this pandemic is over. That's one way to use your technology for the good. But one day, keep in mind, we will all have to give account to God for what has been done. So to close, I encourage you to not fall for everything you hear and see about technology and to use technology wisely. Use it for God's glory. And finally, I said that you can put something to use after you watch this video. Make sure to like and subscribe and share the content from our podcasts. And this will help you and help someone else down the road. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for technology. In fact, it is the reason why uh, so many of us are able to connect and watch and see church, especially after this pandemic has begun, had begun. But Lord, we thank you that you're so graceful and that you give us this, uh, this technology f to glorify you. We pray, Lord, that as Christians, that we'd be wise with our technology and we'd use it for you, for, to glorify you. And even when this pandemic is over, that technology would be used to glorify you in every way, in every shape and form that is possible. We thank you, Lord, for all you do in our lives, and we pray and thank you for all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for watching. We upload a new podcast each weekday at 6 a.m. For more info, check the link in the description below.